One Word is a production of BFAC On Air. Welcome back, everyone, to One Word. One Word. One Word. Once again, lovely. I am Dominic. I'm Jenna. I'm Chloe. And I'm Clara. And today's word is a very surprising one. It is. It is villain, everyone. (laughs) I love it. That goes with your Halloween costume that you talked about. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Leave it as a surprise. They'll be so surprised like I was surprised. Yeah. Well, this is a different one. Oh, I know. I got them confused in my head, too. He's talking about when I talked about, did I say it? Yeah. What I dressed up as. as Oh, yeah. The Wicked Witch of the West one time. Yeah. That's right. Jenna also had a surprise costume in the episode. She does. You have a surprise costume. We're all dressed up. So if you're watching us, you can see our uh, costumes right now. Do you know what? I also, I I had this on earlier. Um, I was dressed up at one point as a Hufflepuff. Oh, that is that's, that's great. Nice. Yeah, because I'm a Hufflepuff. So we're all we we're all dressed as villains today, and if you're watching, you might be extremely confused <laughs> with how I am dressed right now. But we guarantee you, do we not? We guarantee, guarantee. you. Guarantee. You never know. There might be some people out there who really have a thing about farmers or are like, oh, farmers. Those villains? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't because they're the they ones shouldn't. who get you your food. <laughs> yeah, you really shouldn't. Okay, love the farmers. Appreciate your farmers, guys. Appreciate them. And your local mummy. <laughs> I'm a mummy. And your local the Joker. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. So if you're listening, Clara is dressed as the Joker. And Chloe is dressed not as just a mummy. The mummy. The mummy. The mummy. I'm, I'm like broadly the Joker because I couldn't decide which Joker I was because I have purple, like the Heath Ledger Joker, but I have a nose like Joaquin Phoenix Joker. <laughs> and Jenna's costume will remain a surprise. Yeah. yeah. It's going to come later. It's mm-hmm. really surprising. It's, I was very surprised. <laughs> yes. Hey, great episode. Really. Yeah. Nice job. Great surprising episode, I think. But still with lots of fun, but with some meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like lots of meaning was in there. It's interesting talking about the word villain because you think that it means one thing and then you just learn all this other stuff about it and thinking about different villains. Yeah. One thing we talked about was archetypes and how yeah. they're, you know, they can kind of fall into different categories, um, which is very cool and interesting to kind of learn. Yeah. The thing that really hits me is the process and evolution of the word and how it became known to what it is Mm -hmm. and the people that were villains originally when the word was created are two different things. True. Yeah. And to start this episode off, we did get to find out which villains we were, which was a little bit surprising to (laughs) see who we truly are. There is a mirror. There is a mirror. in, In this room. Yeah. And two of us end up being the same villains. Yeah. You'll be very surprised. You'll also be very excited to see we have brand new cover art for this season. We do. By yes, our, our lovely artist, Ashlyn. Maybe you'll meet her someday. She designed our cover art for season one and she's designed a cover art for season two with mm-hmm. our lovely Clara's face on there. She's yes. winking. It's super cool. And Clara doesn't actually know how to wink. <laughs> <laughs> she just tried to wink, but it like both well. her eyes closed. 
hard. It's hard to do. It's okay. No, you did a good job. You did a good job. That's great. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy, Happy Halloween! Halloween! It's the month where we all get to dress up and be things that are different from ourselves. Do you know that I hate Halloween? <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I've never had a good the past like five years. All my Halloween's have been oh miserable. I I I do not. I'm not a Halloween fan yeah, myself. No. I'm it not. It stops being fun when you can't trick or treat. Sorry. I think I think part I of the Halloween. thing that that is supposed to be fun about it is you get to embrace this other side of you uh, that you don't get to embrace normally, yeah. which we actually talk about in the episode quite a bit. It's just like in Mean Girls, the musical where Karen sings a song about Halloween is when you can be whoever you want to be and you don't have to be you. You can be anything. You can be anything. You can tap into those other sides of you that in normal life because you're preserving yourself, you you don't want to be. That that's kind mm-hmm. of why I hated Halloween. Yeah, because <laughs> they're like, go out there. You're like, go. I like who I am. I yeah, just want to be like that. how I am. Yeah. I want to stay home and be that person by mm-hmm. myself. And just, you're making me go out there and you're yeah. making me talk to people and ask for things. And that's <laughs> awful. And, and, and here's the interesting thing. Everyone always assumed that I just would love Halloween because I was like in theater and oh, stuff. Yeah. So you have to love Halloween, right? I do. I just yeah. like dressing up. It's fun. It's okay. You can yeah. like it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys. I won't vilify you. Oh, Whoa. yes. Great, great, great. <laughs> this is my victory dance. <laughs> it's a good victory dance. Thanks. I like it. Thank you. Keep that one around. Okay. okay. Well, uh, I don't think we should talk to these people anymore. Okay. Except for the next like <laughs> long time of this podcast. Except that's right. <laughs> I just have one word for you. Villain. For this episode, we all thought it would be fun to kind of do a reverse reveal reverse, episode. Reverse, reverse, reverse. reverse. So we normally <laughs> that was uh, that's uh, like that from is the song. a sound effect that I should have <laughs> on my pad. But you here. should have the sound effect of me going. <laughs> yeah, we together. Can, we can definitely that make perfect. that happen. That Yay. Okay. You know, we typically reveal the meaning and a bit of the etymology up front and then work our way forward in time. Mm-hmm. But this time I thought it would be interesting if we start at the end. We're stretching ourselves. We don't we have are. to follow the same mold. So we're yeah. calling this, you know, it's it's October. It's Happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween. And so why not, right? Can I tell you a random story about the phrase happy halloween yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. this has nothing to do with what we're talking about nothing but i'm gonna say it does okay. so i used to work at moose heart and mm-hmm. i uh had children in my home that i would care for and we had right. there's this one little girl who was not school age yet so during the day um we would take her to like the store or so so i'm in woodman's we're shopping and mind you it's kind of around like thanksgiving christmas sure. time and all these people, you know, whenever you greet people during that time, you say either like Happy Thanksgiving or Merry Christmas. So we're going through this guy. Everybody's like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And Angelina, she's four. She's looking around and she sees this guy and she like stares him down. Uh-huh. And as we get to him, she goes, Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Merry Christmas. And she was so proud. <laughs> and so now whenever I say Happy Halloween, that's what I think Happy of. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> that's a great story there we go 
uh, Jenna out. <laughs> That's my story. story. That's, it. That's all. That's all you got. She got. <laughs> so we uh, we all took these surveys online yes, and remind did. me again where where did we take the survey? It was character character tour. Like a tour of the character. T O U R. Yes. Yes. Tour. That's right. And so we took a survey and it told us what villain mm-hmm. we might be most like. Yeah. And why don't we go ahead and reveal to everyone what those are? Who, who wants to go first with this? It's scary. It's, it's revealing the worst part of you. Yeah. All right, Clara, go with you. Oh, like man. Dark side. So the, I, there were a lot of characters on there I didn't recognize, but the first one that I recognized was Regina from Mean Girls. <gasps> oh, and I she, has, she has a good ending. At the end of the movie, she becomes a good character. I know, but she's the bad guy. She she's is got the a bad good guy. arc. Well, aren't they all? Aren't, yeah. aren't all of ours gonna be the bad guy? You could argue. Buzz. You could argue that Katie Heron was more of the ba- the mean girl. Or the Janice. Bad guy. What? Or Janice? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I love the Mean Girls movie, and I feel like it was a little offensive to be called like Regina because Regina's yeah. like the worst ever. And I feel like like if anything, it's like I'm also bossy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they didn't ask me if I was bossy in the survey so i don't know how they that, that was not one of the they questions just no, tell it was it. like are you funny i was like yes oh. <laughs> like, so, but that like i wouldn't i am clara you. of course i am funny <laughs> of i am very funny uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> See? That's it's amazing. true she is really funny all right well, i'm gonna call you right regina now. from <laughs> all day today no miss george <laughs> is that better chloe what was yours Mine was kind of embarrassing. Like oh. it wasn't even like a oh wow that is so a real like bad part of mm-hmm. me. It was just like it was Lord Farquaad from Shrek. <laughs> oh my god, I was Lord Farquaad from no! Shrek. That was I was Lord Farquaad. That's what, what? I was going to reveal. This is spooky. I see something in your eyes I've never seen before, <laughs> and it it resembles you. It's like yes, you're looking into a, a mirror. mirror. That's okay. So my question was going to okay. be to Clara, but not all three of you. Yes. Do you feel like, like looking at the embodiment of those characters, if mm-hmm. you were yes going down a villainous arc, do you think you would be that person? I don't think so. <laughs> so I don't think so. Like, would I kick out all fairy tale creatures? Would you kick them all? He out? does commit fairy tale genocide a little bit. He, he does um, to create something that it because in his head mm-hmm. he wants a perfect world. So this is what he feels like he needs Correct. to do. Correct. Yeah. So the only way that I see myself also I'm just possibly... saying that you tell people not to bring <clears throat> drinks into the building. <laughs> 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 the only way I see myself as Lord Farquaad <laughs> is the fact that he's a cartoon character. Okay. And I've always just felt like a cartoon character <laughs> at my core. All right. Does that count? Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Because he doesn't know he's a cartoon character. No, he yeah. doesn't. Unless he's quite self-aware. Oh, that's true. Which he, he might be. Not, he does not seem self-aware. Have you watched that he movie? He does not seem self-aware at all. Uh, that's why I said unless he is. <laughs> like <laughs> It's a layer in that onion that is uh, like... Uh, that's a reference. <laughs> 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 nice. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. Tell us yours now, okay, Jenna. Okay. So I, there's, they give you quite a few, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's two that really stood out to me where I was like, yeah... <laughs> yeah, that would be me. Uh, one of them was mm-hmm. Don Bellwether from Zootopia. 
Oh, oh the sh- oh. the Jenny Slate sheep. Yeah. Wait, wow. you guys. Doesn't she have cute little glasses like you? She does have cute little glasses <laughs> like you. Wow. I mean, no. And she can be like quiet yeah. and like you know really. Kind she of gets like away with me. it for so long because people just think she's nice. Yes. And I was like, you know what? If Are my you evil really side came not out, nice? If my listen. I am nice until that moment where, like, if you cross one thing, like, suddenly there's, like, a line. Yes. And the line might be, like, up here. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it's it's going to take a whole lot. But as soon as you do, you would not even recognize Jennifer Carpenter anymore. <laughs> You'd be like, oh. what the heck just happened? How did she get so mean? <laughs> and then I immediately feel guilty. <laughs> Mm. I can I can see that yeah. that one I can see yeah. the other one the yep. other one who that resonated with me was Jerry from Fargo played the guy who William H Macy played yes right does this yeah. make sense I got Gotta. somebody from Fargo Ooh. oh I forgot that I got another one I got Two Face from the Dark Knight trilogy oh okay mm. which like I thought I'd bring up because Clara is the Joker yeah Clara does yep Clara is Clara is dressed today. as a Joker right now which yep. is a little disconcerting when you're sitting like across from right her. they don't like this and you just see the smile she's the like, jo- she pulled into my driveway today and I just saw the Joker <laughs> she had just taken place of Clara that big smile <laughs> <laughs> Right there. I love okay. it. Okay. I think there's a little bit of a love affair with villains. Would we not say that? Yeah. Yeah. There are villains that we adore and all these remakes of villains. Cinderella, Maleficent. That yes. Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Cruella. That's what I meant. Yes. Uh, Disney Cinderella. Plus. She is a villain. Yeah. She is a villain. Ooh. Ooh. So evil. So why is it we like villains so much? I think we like a character who's a little bit misunderstood. Because yeah. it helps, you know, when we see the bad in ourselves, it helps us to remember mm. that, you know, perfect characters aren't as interesting as flawed characters. Right. Oh, that's that's very accurate. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we see ourselves in that person. And you... And you think, okay, that person is really bad. I'm just, I just have a little bit of yeah. that, maybe. <laughs> but yeah. you see, you do see yourself in it, and you see um, just the different, like you said, the flaws that that are made um, that make them up. And uh, perfect people. I hate. I, we've talked about this before with the romance episode, but I hate watching things with like perfect pretty people. Right. Right. Because that's, yeah. that's not my story. Yeah. <laughs> so I love seeing those flawed characters. So here is, uh, this is a psychological term, and it's Taylor and Brown, 1988. It's the illusion and well-being, a social psychological perspective is what it is. The term we're going to talk about is self-positivity bias. So then this is quoted to Taylor and Brown. People tend to view themselves in an unrealistically positive light compared to others and objective standards. We see ourselves as having more possibilities and fewer negative traits and abilities. This process here, it it leads us to kind of when we see good qualities in other people, it, it attracts us to them when we think they're like us. And then it can work the opposite way too. So if in real life, let's say there was a crime committed and it, and Clara, there is a crime committed and the news headline says Clara, different last name, 
committed this crime. Clara Peterson. There you go. What? You will tend to go away from that and push yourself away from that kind of person because it affects your self-positivity bias. What happens is uh, we want to distance ourselves from bad people in real life and bring us together with the good people because at our core, what they believe is we are, people want to be the people that are good in this world. So the negative qualities can be perceived as a self-threat. So even if it has nothing, it's just a name that's similar to yours or a career. So a physicist. if you're a physicist and you see a physicist has committed a crime, you will distance yourself from that because that is some in some way has to do with you. Okay. I get that. I mean, there's characters, or not characters, people, like actors I'll see when they have my same name. Mm -hmm. I either get really excited or really defensive. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they're named Chloe. That's just like me if mm -hmm. I like them. But if I don't like them. Yes. I, Who are I, the Chloe's you don't like? Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know if you, Dove Cameron's real name is Chloe. Really? And I don't dislike her. But yeah, she, please don't write us. Okay. Sorry, Dove Cameron. Chloe. It is. Her real name is Chloe. She changed it to Dove for the stage. Mm. And it's, I mean... I just, I, she's not much like me, but then there's okay. Chloe Bennett who I love. I okay. love Chloe Bennett and she, mm -hmm. I, I get excited because she's the Chloe that's me and I want to assimilate to become the same Chloe. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. It's interesting. like if I, we have the same name. So in my head, we are more similar than I'm sure we really are. Yeah. There's an actress named Jennifer Carpenter. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, have you sued her for using her name? I have. I'm like, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but when I, and the only reason I even know about her, she's been in quite a few things, which I'll tell you one in a second. Okay. But the only reason why I know about her is because when I was first starting a job, like a good 20 something years ago, mm -hmm. um, somebody was like, oh, I've heard your name in the papers. I'm like, what are you talking about? And it was like this Jennifer Carpenter. And she was in the movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. And so... <laughs> It's a scary like, Halloween movie. Yeah, and I did not want to be associated with her because I was like, oh, exorcism of Emily Rose. That's terrifying. And she's yes. playing Emily Rose. And wow. it has nothing to do with me. And she and I are nothing alike. Do you have demons? I do not have demons. Okay. None? I have demons. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked so easy. <laughs> she, she does. Right away. Bam. One, of, one of them is named Emily. The other one's yeah. named Rose. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Carol! Carol, what's your demon today? Jerome, calm down. <laughs> Carol, I will not calm down can't. until you tell me your demon. Can't do this with you, Jerome. Carol, we're not going through this. Round and round we go. <laughs> Why does <laughs> Jennifer's Jenna's character has the same voice as her? I and know. Either last time it didn't. Jerome, Jer Jerome's not feeling. No, I'm Carol. Carol's not feeling the greatest today. <laughs> She, Carol didn't know what to do. She's got a cold. Well, if you don't know who Carol and Jerome are, they, they, they were in season one with us. That's <laughs> what it was. But anyways, we digress here. We are drawn to fictional villains who are like us. Because, yeah, you're going to say something. I <laughs> you a breath. <gasps> what is it? Are, okay, do you think you're drawn to villains that are like you? Are you drawn to villains that are not like you, where you're mm. like, if I were angry yeah. or if I were 
you know, in that villainy, villainous type of mood, I would like to act like that, but I'm not like that. So what they're saying is in your id deep down, you are like, you are drawn to these villains because you are like them in one, in some way or another. Oh, okay. And you can, you can be free to enjoy what you see from them because it's fiction and there is no self threat. Interesting. That's that, why people like, like horror movies mm-hmm. because the adrenaline that you get watching, like people get scared and get murdered. Like, do they, I mean, because like it gives you a thrill that you're never going to experience safely, but you can from a distance. Yes. On TV. Dominic doesn't watch horror movies. I don't watch horror. I don't movies either. either. Scared. I really don't watch horror. I movies. know we talked about this. So, so we, we are able to identify with those villainous characters without the threat of us thinking we're bad people. So we can keep that self-positivity bias up. And this can also happen in real life, like shows like Dateline or uh, true oh. crime uh, podcasts or things like that, right? And you're watching things about like Jeffrey Dahmer or stuff like that. You can storify real bad people so they aren't as real, and that allows you to empathize with them a little bit. Mm. Does that make sense? So if we are separating them and creating an element of non-reality to the villains, that seems to preserve within us our self-positivity bias, and it, it minimizes the threat. Okay. That's really interesting. Clara and I, we read Truman Capote's In Cold Blood, yeah. which is like the very beginning of the true crime genre. Mm-hmm. And we spent a lot of time talking about like the ethics of true crime and how people start to build it up as like as these story tale fairy tale characters because they forget that when you're like listening to a podcast or watching a movie or whatever about something that's real the chase and the thrill is so exciting that it it doesn't seem real and people just like make these people so one-sided yes yeah there is that that element of one-sidedness and they say that so there's a guy his name is brooks ingleston he says that there are basically two different types of villains there are the villains who are just kind of flat and they're just like uh, i'm a villain and i just want to be evil for evil and people don't really identify with those yeah, no. structures of villains very much because they're so one-sided like you mm-hmm. said he says that the reason we like villains sometimes more than heroes is because the villain is the proactive one and the hero is the reactive one that a villain is the one who comes out and creates the havoc and and destroys things and the hero is reacting to that so it is the uh, the villain who has the the initiative basically mm, for it yeah but there's a scale and the scale is selfish to selfless and you can't be a hundred percent because that is not interesting a hundred percent selfless is boring and a hundred percent selfless so, what, which one did I say first? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't be either. But 100% of anything is boring. It's much more interesting to watch a character who is selfish but has selfless 
tendencies for some reason. And it's much more interesting to watch a selfless hero who is struggling with trying to not be selfish. That dimension is much more interesting. So if you have 100% selfish, not going to work. That villain is not going to draw us to Yeah, it. and it's like, well, why? Like, what, what really is your motivation? You right. know, like, what's right. happening here? Well, and, and what they say is it, it's too perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect villain. If you're 100% selfish, you're a perfect villain, and there's we don't, no humanity. We in don't, you. yes, because the humanity is in the flaws. And as humans, we like to observe other people's flaws. So we like to see that struggle, that humanity is what drives us to them. It's interesting because when you think about like the classic Disney villains, mm -hmm. they're very one sided. They don't have any like yeah. redeeming qualities. But I was also like thinking in my head about how the heroes also didn't really have very many negative qualities. Like they were also very one sided and they were just like mm, completely selfless or completely innocent. And I doesn't seem like it'd be that interesting to watch. Right. And right. obviously media has evolved since then. And those characters who used to be very one sided aren't anymore in their adaptations. And right. Whatnot. Yes. Absolutely. I know. I love the, the stories that they've given them mm -hmm. by yeah. uh, Cruella. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they have given <laughs> so much story. depth to some of those villains <laughs> yeah. through these, uh, through these creations. Ivan Pavlov says we associate villains to other things we value like freedom independence, and authenticity. Freedom, because we, the, the villain is not bound by laws, right? Authenticity, because they can continually be themselves and do what they know, feel as them on the inside without any bars containing them. So that's another unless they reason. get arrested. Unless they get arrested, yeah. but then they then just bars are containing. But then they use their secret thing that's like this yep. stuff, and it cuts right through. Yeah, or right? or minion from Megamind comes and rescues. Them. <laughs> there we go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so those are some reasons why we we tend to like villains. I think specifically for like Disney movies. Yeah. I think the villains even in like earlier ones are compelling because their songs are more fun. That's like, have, like all the, like the fun, like songs and like Disney villains were like a little flamboyant. They got like the crazy, like makeup and outfits. So they're like more fun to look at than just like yeah. the princess. Who's just like, looks nice in a dress versus like Maleficent who has like a huge crown and a crow or like mm -hmm. scar. who has a scar. Scar true. did have a scar. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so there are villain archetypes. The false donor, the beast, the authority figure, and the traitor. Those are the four villain archetypes. Interesting. Which is your favorite? Can you tell us what they mean? Yeah, no, what is, you false, guess that. What is the don donor? The false what donor. Does that mean? Like they, they lied they about giving to blood. Give you some blood, and they, yeah. <laughs> Right, and they're like, ha No, the false Not donor your is right blood type. It, you're it's like, dead. So it's Dracula, and he said he was a donor, but it was really just so that he could drink the blood. Yeah, yeah. Think of Frozen. That's what it is. Okay, too late. Your story doesn't matter. Guy <laughs> comes on a boat. Are we talking about the princess? Aha! Great guy, good smile. <laughs> they sing a song about eating each other's hamburgers yeah. or something. Sandwiches. Yeah, I grew up on these movies. That's um, right. Yeah. 
fake fan. But yeah. he is not as such. So it's like a Scooby-Doo villain, like you unmask. There you go. Let's call it a Scooby-Doo Scooby villain. Way better than Falstoner. Oh, way, uh, way here's better. Here's the thing. Yes. I wrote a letter to Hans. <laughs> no lie. Okay. <laughs> I wrote a letter to Hans. To the actor? or No, no. To the Carson to character. Hans. Okay. okay. To because Hans. you can write letters to Disney characters. And there's this thing that says if you write a letter to a Disney character, a Disney character will write you back. And I thought... Great. I got things to say. So you chose Hans. I chose Hans. Mind you, okay, story, like, I wrote with children, but I made them do it because I wanted to write to Hans. So I wrote to Hans, and I told him that I thought he was misunderstood, and that even though he committed some crimes and did some bad things, I really feel like he did have some feelings for Anna. Listen, don't look at me like that. I'm looking at you like this. I disagree. (laughs) I think that he (laughs) I think that there really was some kind of feelings there, but the evilness, like the ambition to do better than his brothers and to take over took over him. And I think that there's still good in him. And I told him that he was going to be okay. I think you're just being manipulated. You think you can fix him and you can't. (laughs) I believe in him. I believe in Hans. No, no. There's good in him. There's not. (laughs) So is false donor your favorite then? Um, well, I really like the word beast. <laughs> As in beauty and the? Yeah. Well, that's an, so that's actually very interesting, right? Beauty and the beast. You've got what is typically considered the handsome person he, being the villain and the beastly looking yeah, yeah. thing being the hero. I always stop the movie before um, the beast turns into human because he's better as the beast. I like his oh, yeah. long red hair. I think he's beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Oh, all right. Claire, well. you, you like redheads? You like gingers? Gingers are... <laughs> We're going to stop. We're going <laughs> to stop right We're here. Right We're going to stop. We're so going to stop different right podcast. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This podcast is not about Claire's love life. All right. So... Hey, hey. So then, so your favorite hero is the Beast. <laughs> yeah, my I do love I do love me some Beast. Great. What are the other villain archetypes? What are the other Scooby Doo villain authority, Beast? I don't like the Scooby Doo villain because authority, I, I feel figure, authority vi- figure and traitor. traitor. I like traitor. That's got some juice to it. I don't know if I have a fit. I I it's hard for me to determine a favorite archetype. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. then your favorite villain. Oh, favorite villains. Wow. She got answers there. I got answers, baby. Um, so there's, there's, I feel like they're in two different categories. There's yes. villains that like, I love, like mm-hmm. I love them like Hans. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Clara just reeled her eyes at me. And then villains that I love to hate, like Dolores Umbridge. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Right. So um, my favorite, Dolores Umbridge is such a good villain. Yeah. I think the fact that she is so stinking evil, like there's there's that side of her that is just truly like it seems like you're just being mean for the sake of being mean. But yeah. then I do think that part of her sincerely believes she's doing a good thing. I think the villains have to believe that they're sincerely doing the right thing. Otherwise, yeah. why would they do it and commit to it like yeah. they do? Also, she wears pink. So there's this um, there <laughs> there's this part of where it's like, Okay, she's evil, and you kind of always think mm-hmm. villains are just going to wear black all the time. But she's just wearing pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 
Just pink. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Just She's wearing pink. pink. And he's a, pink is such a like, I don't know, like a, oh, pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like pink. Regina from Mean Girls. She wears like pink. Like Regina. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about her. And she loves cats. Do you mean Clara? I love cats. I did. Like, actually. I love cats too. correct myself. I have two cats. Kara and I, Clara and I just made up because we both like cats. Yeah. Should we tell the podcast listeners about Clara's cats? Can we take it just like yeah. a two second break? Are they villainous? Um, sometimes. Sometimes they're evil. Fightful. They're fightful. I have two cats, Lupe, Roberto Aralupe, and <laughs> Nina, a.k.a. Needle. Yeah. And um, Nina is brown and clumsy, and she has short little legs and a football body. Football body. And Lupe is orange, and he has orange eyes to match. Aww. Oh, orange, just like the month of October. I had a cat. Uh, my cat's <laughs> name was, was Pumpkin. This is where it came. My cat. What was that saying? <laughs> my, cat, my cat was orange, named Pumpkin. Okay. Yours was orange. Yes. Is. Yeah. Is. is. He's yeah. alive. I had an orange cat. Did you see? Yeah. This is all, it's all connected. It is. Cats are Halloweeny too. Yes, they are. Do you have a favorite villain archetype? Do you, Dominic? I like the authority figure archetype mm. because I like to see that kind of villain taken down. Oh, yeah. That's why I would engage with that one the okay. most. I like to sense. see that, that type of injustice righted. Clara? I don't know. I really don't like the false donor because I feel like I'm being tricked, which I don't like. And I feel like I also kind of prefer the authority because mm-hmm. they're it. I feel like they do feel kind of separate from the rest of mm-hmm. like the cast because they're in like a place of power. And I like that they're over there. <laughs> Put them in their own like box. <laughs> so we talk about villain in terms of the fictitious way. Is there, a, there's another way to have a fictitious villain, I think. Okay. So very often we as human beings can vilify people. We make villains of others. Why do we, why do we vilify people? I think it's easier to, to, to accept what they're doing if we make them into a villain. Like if we mm. if we are saying, well, this person is a bad person, it makes sense that they're doing it. Because you don't want to say that a good person hurt you. Mm-hmm. Because if they, it just is harder. Because if you're like, oh, well, they're still a good person, it's just harder to like come to terms with. And it's much easier to just be like, oh, well, they're evil. They're terrible. They always do this to everybody. That's just who they are. Yeah. I think it's way easier to hate someone when you don't admi- like when you don't acknowledge their good qualities, because then you don't have to see them for all that they are. You can just make them one-sided and you can make them a villain and then hate them. Yeah. There are some people that thrive by making other people villains. Yeah. Those are called trolls. Yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, and not the, the kind with the... Under the bridge. Bright hair. Oh, right. Who sing with Anna Kendrick. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she is a troll, Anna Kendrick. And Justin Timberlake. That's right. So if there isn't one, some people will create a villain. Mm-hmm. Their day isn't complete unless there's a fight and a struggle. That's a hard life. That is. That is. So there's a guy, Paul Joyner is his name. <laughs> Paul. Okay. And these villains, he says, provide energy to the person who thrives off of that. 
And they create a villain for, for multiple reasons. And here are the reasons. Uh, first of all, they're addicted to the rush, and it's an actual addiction. That you're addicted to this rush, and it's called the victim-martyr-hero cycle. And in this cycle, as they live it out each day, they, the victim, gets sympathy. The martyr gets praise. The hero gets respect. So that is the cycle. And who do they choose to vilify? They choose to vilify those who compete against them, people that they can't uh, impress, people who voice a different opinion, people they can't control, and people who speak truth when we don't want to hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So those are the people they choose to vilify, and they thrive off of that addiction. Okay. That is frightening almost to think of having to go through that cycle on a daily it's exhausting mm -hmm. is that like it sounds it, exhausting just to to have to do that every day in order to feel you've conquered something and and Paul uses that that term that they have to feel like they've conquered something it's also like when you're like a really angry person and you don't like have anywhere to put that anger you don't know where it comes from you have to find a reason to be angry and your reason to be angry is this person did something to me i've just decided they have harmed me something they said is the reason why i'm feeling like this because when you don't know like where your feelings are coming from you just have to deflect it onto other people yeah yeah, yeah. that that deflecting sometimes it doesn't look inward enough and we are focused too much on that self-preservation that we talked about earlier I dressed up once as um, the Wicked Witch of the East. Yes. And um, I think she definitely vilified Dorothy because she didn't understand that, like, Dorothy didn't mean to kill her sister. <laughs> she right. just landed a house yeah. on her and shoes happened to go on her feet. She can't help it. And, and, and really, when you go to do that, Dorothy was almost vilifying herself. Oh. oh, yeah. Because, uh, sorry if you haven't seen Wizard of Oz. I think, if I spoiled I don't think we need to it. Spoiler warning a movie Clara, from, have like, you seen Wizard so of Oz? Many years ago. <laughs> that one I have seen. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Clara. <laughs> Clara so, you, so you dressed up as a villainous character. Once. I did. Mm -hmm. I, I've dressed up as a few. I dressed up as um, the Wicked Witch of the East. I dressed up as, oh, I'm forgetting his name now, but from Despicable Me, the one in the orange. Vector. Vector. Mm. Yeah, I dressed up as Vector one. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you Did you ladies? I usually was like the girl who dressed up as Taylor Swift or a bumblebee. Uh -huh. So, yeah. <laughs> not really. Uh, so if, if you can't see us. A bumblebee uh, if you're, could be a villain yeah? in somebody's eyes. That's if you are watching this, Hey, and how you doing? not Great listening to, to this, stop, 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 um, stop. <laughs> we are dressed up today. We are. Yes, uh, we're all dressed up as villains uh, in Do some you know way what or the I other. Am? But what I, are you? What, are, what you? are you? I have no idea. Okay, say something. Say something like to make me angry. Say something about Marvel movies. Marvel oh, movies Marvel. are nerdy. <laughs> They're dumb. <laughs> 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 wow. 
Okay, so. That is why we haven't seen Jenna's hands. I was just realizing that I hadn't seen your hands the whole time. So she just pulled out from under the table Hulk massive Hulk, Hulk green fist. That's really impressive. That made me so happy. That is fantastic. Oh, this is upside down. Hold on. So I, I dressed up in my youth as a waiter. Uh, one. Oh, you that's a waiter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making fun you of my trick? Trick or treat, super salad. <laughs> <laughs> good one. That's okay. hilarious. Um, good. And a clown. Oh, a clown is a villain. That can be a villain Bro. for sure. Okay, so it's an interesting tie-in here. So we're going backwards. The meaning of villain, as we know it today, anti-hero. Go back in time, crook. Go back, miser. Go back one more, clown. What? Really? I yeah. do not so I was right. joke you. So that, <laughs> so we, we always see <laughs> these one. villains who are clowns, like, oh, I don't know, Clara. The Joker. The Joker. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> oh my gosh. She's girl Joker. <laughs> so we see all these clowns and perhaps they're rooted in the history of the meaning of villain. So this is kind of a two for one, but we're not going to go deep into clown. Okay. Clown meant countryman, rustic, or peasant, ignorant, rude, uncouth, ill-bred man. Oh man. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so words can, in their evolution, hurt. Well, yes, <laughs> they oh, yeah. totally can hurt. That's really funny. I am a peasant and a man, so yes, I am a clown. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that, is, that is it. Yep. <laughs> Words can deteriorate or they can appreciate. And that depends on their different circumstances and the worlds that they become part of. So clown eventually parted ways with villain because villains, they needed words to describe certain things that were deteriorating, and the clown became the word where it kind of sort of appreciated because they needed words for clown that just meant low status, lack of gentle, whereas for villain, they needed something that was more ethically bad. And that's where villain started to go to as we go backwards in time. And then clown really became popularized because it was a theatrical performance and a very popular theatrical per type of performance. So it appreciated even more as actors started to change what it meant even more. That's a whole nother word for another day. It really is. That's, yeah. There's a lot into that. That's there cool. is. There is. But let's now go back to villain. Uh-huh as we might more originally know what villain is. When is the beginning of it, and what does it mean at its beginning? There was a very, very early use of the word villain yep. in this like book, kind of, from 1303, written by Robert of Rune, mm -hmm. and it was called The Handling Sign, mm -hmm. and it was a collection of like verse and poem about what men shouldn't do. It was like... Mor about all, all about morality and like the follies of man uh -huh. and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that and the first use of the word was 
Also, it is villainy for laymen to plead at law in church or for assainers to inquire into felony and theft. Mm. So its first usage as the word villainy or villain was like, it is bad, don't do this. Interesting. Interesting. So let's take it back then even before that. So villain is a derivative of villa. Mm -hmm. So the home, the estate. And the villain is the person there that tended to. If you can see my costume, the farmhand, that is what the villain was. So there were these estates or villas held by nobility or upper-class people, and the people who tended to them were the villains. Now, in those times, those upper-class people tended to think of the people who were serving them as lower than them, and therefore they were almost that debased as criminals. That is where that villain starts to come the upper class associated them with poverty and crime. And the villain slowly over time evolved from a farmer to a peasant, to a clown, to a miser, to a crook, to our anti-hero that we know today. Wow. Right? Yeah. That's so interesting. Isn't that? The word has deteriorated from something in such a way and I would say through the process of vilifying. <laughs> These nobility. <laughs> Jenna brought her whole can back home. <laughs> to say hello. <laughs> These nobility would vilify the very people who served them. Really? They're the ones who probably did not need to vilify. Villain. Farmhand. <laughs> I think it's a surprising one. It is. It really is. Uh, I think less of farmers now that you've told me about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sorry. I like farmers the, are bad. I think guys. I'm children of the corn. <laughs> that is the opposite of what we should have made you feel. You know what? My media literacy skills aren't the best. I haven't watched enough Marvel. So sorry about that. Yeah. Well, let's rectify that, Clara. <laughs> so I would gather to say that as we are going through our day, we need to think a little bit less about that self-preservation of who we are and stop to think if while we're self-preserving, if along the way we are making a villain of someone else unjustly. I think the evolution of the word is an unjust evolution. It's like we vilified the word villain. Yeah, because if we talk about selfless to selfish, the people who were considered lower and therefore crooks and doing these evil, terrible things were actually the ones serving these other people. Mm. And yet they became known for that. Today we love villains, but almost for the very reason that the word started to evolve into the antihero. 
because, and perhaps nobility saw this in their villains of their time. They saw a part of themselves in their servants. But in order to self-preserve their nobility, they had to push them away. They had to distance themselves so they could remain superior. How many times do we not knowingly distance ourselves from other people for no good reason? Without truly understanding, I challenge that we all go forward and spend a day doing the opposite of vilifying and find ways to understand other people and bring us closer to humanity and even a little closer to the things that might scare us about our potential. See what happens. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of our episode. We hope you'll join us next month in the month of November when our word is nice. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. nice. That's right. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Dominic. I'm the... I'm the mummy. I mean, Chloe. (laughs) I'm the joker, baby. (laughs) That's Clara. And you've been listening to One Word. One Word. We'll see you next month. One Word is a production of BFAC On Air.